I'm Al John Go, podcaster and producer of the Disney List, Skull Rock Podcast, and Dining at Disney. When you're creating content, podcasts, webcasting, live streaming, or wanting to step up your video conference calls, you need quality gear and accessories. That's why I use Gator Frameworks in my studio. From professional broadcast boom arms and microphone stands, studio monitor speaker stands, ring light kits, headphone holders, elite furniture studio desks, and acoustic wall treatments, Gator Frameworks has you covered. Gator is the leading brand of cases, stands, and support system solutions for music, pro AV, creative pro, IT, and general utility industries. They have over 1,000 different solutions made from vacuum-formed plastics, rational molded plastics, wood, sewn, and EVA materials. Leveraging their expertise in case design and manufacturing, Gator has a complete OEM division that works with leading companies around the world to engineer and create custom cases for original equipment manufacturers. For more information, visit Gator Frame works.com product provided in exchange for promotional consideration i'm al john go co-host of the disney list podcast as heard on sorcerer radio as well as skull rock podcast here with my wife Kristen. hello hello you are an earmarked agent who books disney travel vacations for people all the time give our listeners a reason why they want to give you a call instead of just booking a trip by themselves Well, I can do all of the legwork for them. I have expertise. I've been to the Disney parks well over a hundred times. So they've got that knowledge at their hand as well as it saves them time and money. Where can people get in touch with you so that they can book their next Disney cruise, Disney park trip, Adventures by Disney? They can contact me at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. What an imagination, huh? <laughs> Are you guys ready? Are you ready? From the Gator Framework Studio in Music City, it's the Disney List. The Disney List. Disney fans Kristen Hetzel and Al John Go bring you top 10 lists from the Disney parks, films, Star Wars, Marvel, news, travel tips, and more. Now prepare yourself for the Disney List. Oh boy. Yes. Oh boy. (laughs) It's another edition of the Disney list where every week we talk about the top 10 stuff. We rank Disney, Star Wars and Marvel things, theme park attractions. And we also take a moment to discuss the latest Disney headline news. It's Al John, lifelong Disney, Marvel, Star Wars and pop culturist fan. And feel free to follow me on Instagram at AljohnGo. And I am here, joined as always, by my lovely and talented better half, Miss Dining at Disney podcast host, Kristen. Hello. Hello. Where can people follow you? They can follow me at Dining at Disney. A lot of people liked our show last week. And it's important for you to leave us those reviews everywhere you get podcasts or listening to Sorcerer Radio. It's the most anticipated Disney films last week, the top 10. And uh, people people were down with our list. Why wouldn't they be? We know what we're talking about, folks. <laughs> we, know, we know what we're talking about. We appreciate everyone tuning into the show as always. And this week, Kristen. Yes. What is our topic, our hot topic <laughs> Our hot topic of We this week. are talking about the top 10 couples, Disney couples. And why is that? Why are we talking about those? Because uh, Valentine's Day is coming up. Oh, 
And yeah. we haven't done this list before. Uh-huh. Yeah, so this is going to be cool. I'm down with that. Hey, by the way, last week uh, I had a few comments about the show. Heather uh, says, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, one of my most favorite anticipated movies, even though it doesn't come out till 2023. Heather! <laughs> That's the next one I care about. I, I don't blame you. I'm, I'm down with Guardians 3. And we also have the D-Plus Club. Great podcast there. I was apprehensive when they first announced this, but I'm really looking forward to Lightyear. However, Avatar 2 is still scheduled for December 22, and I'm excited about that too. Plus, the, the, there's the Marvel lineup. Too much choice. Yeah, that's a lot. It's I mean, their slate of movies is absolutely huge so go figure it's a lot of stuff but uh yeah check out the d plus club podcast and like them on the old facebook because uh, they're great and another source radio friend so uh christine spurlock says dr strange thor and turning red too so she's like she's liking that that's pretty cool um there is a lot of great movies looking forward uh this year i'm so looking forward to it but anyway Please feel free to comment on our Facebook page and leave us those messages, and we'll gladly include them in an upcoming show. Before we talk about the list for this week, uh, we do have some news. But before that, um, Kristen, it's important that people go ahead and book their next Disney trip with you. Uh, what's your email so people can get that? Uh, theme parks and cruises at gmail.com. And give them a little bit of the reason why they need to go ahead and book with you. Well, that would be one way that they can support the show. Absolutely. Uh, that will also get them the best deal that's out there because I always look for the best deal. Plus, I I throw in extras from you know anybody who books a vacation with me. If you have kids, I always send something for kids. So that's anybody under the age of eighteen. Yeah, And I, I've got a variety of things that I send just because, you know, you're not going to send the same thing to a two-year-old as you send to a 16-year-old. True. It's important. And no matter what trip you're going to take, whether you're going to check out Universal or Disney or book any, any cruise line whatsoever, she will be happy to save you time, money, and that aggravation. Cause, oh, yes. You know, I mean... I think longtime listeners know that we are avid cruise people. We love cruises. We love to cruise. We're annual pass holders at one point for both Disneyland and Walt Disney World. And and, Kristen, and we've been Universal yeah, Orlando. Universal Orlando. We, you know, at one time. So exactly, we're APs over there, Universal too. So yeah, uh, it's it's great stuff. So you please. get to use my expertise. <laughs> when you book directly with a vendor, you aren't going to get those extra things. A That's the thing. If you have a lot of questions the, like, yeah. where should I eat? Okay, they're not going to tell you where where they recommend to eat because that's not their job. Kristen, better than the Disney Genie app for sure. So take advantage of it while you can. And, and my services are free, unlike the Genie app. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, anyway, and you can and you can also use Disney Genie. You yes. Know, is it, Disney Genie is a great help, but Kristen is a great helper. So go ahead and do that. Once again, uh, go ahead and tell people where they can email you. 
themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. Yes. All right. This is the headline news for this week. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Kristen, can you believe they're getting rid of the classic signs? No. Around the park? I wonder why they decided to do that. I mean, the only thing I could think of is that the blue signs blend in with the sky. I, I, I don't mean, know. <laughs> I don't know. That's the only thing I could come up with is Disney has decided that the they don't want the signs to stand out so much anymore. Kind of like how you can see Tower of Terror from Epcot, but it blends in so you don't notice it. I think part of the reason why the signs are important is that you can actually see the signs and say, hey, you know, people are staring into the sky and looking at where they're going to be going next. Kind of hard to miss the purple and red signs with the yellow writing. You know, that's, <laughs> I'm not going to change our logo. <laughs> I was going to ask about <laughs> our logo too much. It's classic. You know, the Disney list uh, mimics those signs, right? I'm not going to change it, okay. right? So, yeah, they're not as cool. They're blue and light blue, white and yellow writing on it. And it just looks blah to me. I'm just, whatever. But <laughs> hey, uh, when you go to the resort, check it out. I'm not really hyped about that at all. But hey, you know what I am hyped about is the fact that uh, because we are doing this favorite couple's the animated couples Disney list for today. Uh, I am excited about Valentine's Day. Yes. And you not, not went, much longer. Yeah, you went um, in depth fully about um, how Valentine's Day is shaping up, especially at the Disneyland Resort, because they always do these really special things for Lunar New Year's and Valentine's Day. Um, they are celebrating it at all of the great restaurants pretty much over there at Disney Springs and in the park. Are there a couple of things you want to kind of make mention uh, as, you know, a highlight for people to check out for your Dining at Disney podcast that's out this week? Ooh, let's see. I've got a couple I, things that I like. Go ahead. Well, you could, you want to mention one? I Well, I'll mention first the Black Tap Craft Burgers <laughs> and Shakes. You beat me to it. That <laughs> they have a red velvet cake shake with vanilla frosted rim. It's got red and white sprinkles, and it's topped with a slice of red velvet cake oh, with cream, yeah. chocolate drizzle, and a cherry. I love Now, that. it's very limited time that you can get this. This one's only available the 12th, the 13th, and the 14th. Yeah, absolutely love that. So that's one of my one of my favorite things. You went ahead and you stole it from me, but that's cool. Uh, what I will mention is that the GCH Craftsman Bar will be featuring Valentine's Day cocktails throughout this month, including the Tuxedo Strawberry made with Bacardi Raspberry Rum. Oh, yeah. Dark Creme de Cacao, also Strawberry Puree and Half and Half. The California Crush made with Crown Royal Regal Apple Whiskey, which, by the way, smooth as anything. So good. Plus Strawberry Puree, Lemon Agave, uh, served in a heart garnish, uh, Strawberry Heart Garnish. So those are just a couple things. And uh, last but not least, um, if you're staying over there at Disneyland Hotel, uh, you can get these and you can have them delivered uh, to your room or whatnot. But you might be able to just call ahead and have them leave your little special gift 
at the lobby because uh, you need to get this for your loved one anyway, especially if you're out there. It's a, it's a, it's available for overnight guests, but they might do a little bit of an exception for you and say, well, I'm going to be picking this up because you could go to the park and say happy Valentine's day and have this really awesome gift waiting for your loved one. Right. Um, it comes with a Mickey Mouseketeer ears, Minnie Mouse sequin ears, a box of macaroons. Mmm, so good. And a silver Disney frame for a limited time. So go ahead and pick that up. So anyway, for more di- uh, information, please check out Kristen's Dining at Disney podcast for all the latest and greatest about that. And speaking about Lunar New Year, uh, happy Lunar New Year, Kristen. Happy it's Chinese year New Year. of the tiger. Yes, that is my year. It's my year. It's come back in full effect, and this will be our year. And so if you happen to be um, going about the Walt, uh, the Disneyland Resort, rather, for, for this, they have so the, the community uh, of um, you know Asian Americans and Chinese Americans is really big over there at Disneyland. And uh, I'm, I'm part Chinese, so I definitely celebrate Lunar New Year in my own way. So um, also check out Dining at Disney's Foodie Guide to Lunar New Year while you can, because they're only going to be doing this for the next couple of weeks. So go ahead and get it while you can. Do you have a particular one that you uh, want to make mention, uh, highlight from your podcast? Mm, I would have to say that one of the drinks that sounds delicious is the lychee celebration. Mm. It's gin, prosecco, mm. lychee puree, lychee syrup, grapefruit juice, and uh, yuya. That That's really yummy. Really yummy. I'm a big a macaroon fan anyway. So they've got this, is that what you were going to highlight? The yeah. <laughs> Mickey purple sweet potato macaroon. That's it's right. Good. That's right. That's what I'm down with. I'm so down with that. Plus they have this purple sweet potato buttercream and cream fresh in the center. I always have to say it like that. I can't help myself. Thanks, South Park. Can't help myself. And one thing that Kat made mention, which, you know, obviously the bow buns are always a big hit no matter what coast you're in. So uh, feel free to save, savor that. But they they talk about this Mickey Chinese hot dog bun, brioche Mickey bun stuffed with hot dogs and finished sesame seed and scallions. Uh, Kat said that was like the thing to get. Everybody loves that. And it looks like to me just like a really cool uh, Asian inspired pigs in a blanket, which that can't be bad because I love pigs in a blanket, don't you? <laughs> and it, it has a pretzel. Yeah, the pretzel would be the best part. So it's like, hmm, that's super yummy. So anyway, uh, happy Lunar New Year to all of our Asian friends and, and their Chinese friends. Um, happy Lunar New Year. Now, something I know you're going to be talking about this week uh, on Dining at Disney. I know this is like a big Dining at Disney plug because we love talking about food on the show no matter what. Is Mardi Gras at Disney's Port Orleans Resort at Walt Disney World. And it looks super, super cool. You can listen to jazz music at Scat Cats Club. Um, you can check out the beignets at Disney's Port Orleans Resort. You can create your own Mardi Gras bicycle parade. How does it get into this press release? Uh, you can sa- sample the Southern cooking at Boatwright's Dining Hall. That that looks like fun, right? Yep. Um, enjoy the scenery at the Sasagula River. That is, you know, literally <laughs> the best. Uh, look, there are there are things. It's basically saying stay with us at Port Orleans for for Mardi Gras. Oh That's yeah, basically what they're saying, and they're going to be celebrating. Um, you know what is it? happening March 1st for the 30th anniversary of Disney's Port Orleans Resort Riverside. So that looks really, really, really fun. 
And if you're at Disneyland, you can celebrate Mardi Gras. That's coming up over there at Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen because that is like oh, yeah. the bomb. We love that restaurant so much. And the beignets, no matter where you're at, Orly, uh, Orleans uh, uh, Square, you can be hanging out over there at Ralph Brennan's or you can hang out at the uh, – you know, the, the Port Orleans Resort over there at Walt Disney World. It's so much fun. I'll say that's the one thing I miss about Copeland's being in Nashville was getting working there celebrating Mardi Gras. Explain to the and uninitiated. And all the great dishes that they would have. Explain and, to the uninitiated what Copeland's is. It is a New Orleans-based restaurant. Yeah. A favorite of A favorite of many, including myself. Red beans, rice, biscuits to die for. Uh, do they have any Copeland's restaurants left? Yes, they do. Yeah. yeah. Just guess, not here. Just not here. No. Okay. That's cool. I think that pretty much wraps everything up. Um, before we move on, I have to say that Disney Plus is still rocking. Uh, we love watching The Book of Boba Fett. It's pretty much Mandalorian season 2.5, right? It's kind of like the next iteration of it. A lot of really great characters. Um, curious, uh, Kristen, what you think about the season thus far because it's been an interesting season. It's not at all what I expected. No, no. no. But it's good. I think it's good. And I feel it's only going to get better with time. A lot of really great shows are happening. You know, the big game, Super Bowl, is coming. There's going to be a lot of great Disney movies um, I guess they're going to be doing some really cool commercials for Moon Knight, Disney Plus, upcoming movies like Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. You know, I guess we don't have to call it the MCU. It's not the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's the Marvel Cinematic Multiverse, I guess now is what we need to call it. Hmm. <laughs> that encompasses all things Marvel. So pretty cool stuff indeed. Well, anyway, uh, what would you like us to tackle in an upcoming show? Please send us an email, the Disney list at gmail.com. It's the Disney list. Top 10, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Kristen, what is our topic for this week? Top 10 Disney couples of the animated movies. So what's the criteria? Because we, we had to forego live action. We had to forego some Pixar because there's just a lot of really great couples. It's specifically Disney animation. So it does not include Pixar. It does not include Star Wars. It does not include Marvel or National Geographic or <laughs> the Muppets. <laughs> or Fox. Yes, it's specifically <laughs> no Ryan Reynolds Disney. movies in here. No live action. No, no, uh, no. Uh, is it DreamWorks? Is they, that no, who it is? No, no, not well. No, there's um. Oh, what's the other imprint they had? No Miramax. No, uh, no, none of those other films. Anyway, no. <laughs> okay. Strictly Disney animated features, not theme parks or anything else. Okay, so um, a lot of these Disney couples, uh are I guess you could say the criteria putting this top 10 list happens to be how the their love story unfolds throughout a, a film or series of films or animated shows um, where the romance is one of the most important things in that story. It's not necessarily a byproduct of, well, you know, it's primarily about this. When you talk about the story of these couples, 
they are intertwined. You can't just say, well, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but you know, when there are some that um, are great couples, but they're, you know, maybe buddies or, or, or whatever, this is not a buddy, a buddy list. This is a romantic Valentine's day list. So shall we just uh, go on with it? Yes. Alrighty. Number 10. How about this one? A little classic. Play, let's For those playing at home listening to the podcast, uh, scream it out to yourselves. <laughs> you know, Samson, there was something strange about that voice. Too beautiful to be real. Maybe it was some mysterious being, a, a wood sprite or a... There, stop! Don't you love this animation? It's so good. Look how smooth that animation is. <laughs> it just so happens. Why, it's my dream, Prince. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, and they meet just a little bit later as she just happens to be singing in the woods, you know, like Disney princesses like to do. I know you, I know what you'll do. Look, you have to take these Disney movies for what it is. Right. I mean, there are some just things where nowadays you look at it and go, he was creepy. (laughs) That's kind of (sighs) creepy. And of course, you know, uh, but it is a classic film, right? Aurora, Prince Philip, uh, their, their love has lasted forever. True love's kiss, of course, went on to be a real big deal in Disney films from, from then on. So it was kind of like the, it was the thing. There you go. It was the thing. Yes. And uh, what else do you have to talk about with that? I mean, they're just a couple for all time. I saw this really cool clip while we were researching this, that over there at the Grand Floridian, they'll typically have the characters come out into the lobby and do things. And we've seen them do this. Yes. And they had um, Prince Philip dance with Aurora there and they play the music and they're doing the ballroom dancing and everybody's watching. And then, all of a sudden, these kids start dancing, and Cinderella, I'm sorry, Aurora's, uh, whoever comes out, accompanying her to start dancing with the kids. And I thought to myself, oh, one day I'll get to dance with our little girl. That's really nice, don't you think? Yes. Yeah. Because I saw daddies <laughs> dancing with their little girls, like, oh, now I have a little girl now I can dance with. That's super <laughs> cool. Never thought I'd do that, but here you go. All right. What's at number nine? Number nine. Number nine is Ariel and Prince Eric. Oh, he loves me. Oh, he loves me not. He loves me. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Ariel, stop talking crazy. I gotta see him again. Tonight. Scuttle knows where he lives. Ariel, please. Will you get your head out of the clouds and back in the water where it belongs? I'll swim up to his castle. Then Flounder will splash around to get his attention and then we'll go... Down here is your home. (laughs) So the thing about The Little Mermaid is that this is just teenage infatuation and love just 
on the screen. She's completely infatuated, A, with being human. She is fascinated with being human. And then she meets a boy with legs. Unbelievable. And she wants to be part of that world. She gives up her sea legs. She gives up her sea legs Mm -hmm. for a pair of real legs. Well, her sea legs are real, quote, quote. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but then, then again, of course, the entire time, you know, she's trying to win over Prince Eric without the use of her voice. So it's a really uh, inter- uh, just a, a, a cool story overall. But once again, it's love. Boy meets uh, or girl meets boy. Boy wants to follow boy around. Right. Cool stuff. And you know what? In both the those two movies, the boy is all about the girl's voice. This is true. Mm-hmm. This is true. You know, Prince Philip and Prince Eric have a thing for pretty girl voices. Nothing wrong with that. Singing voices, I should say. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Number eight. Okay. Another classic Disney couple, if you will. Oh, Oh my goodness. What's the matter? It's midnight. But you see, I have the other slipper. Shoe fits. It's um, one of those things from Cinderella, Cinderella, Cinderella. And you got to help me out here, Kristen. Yes. So the the whole relationship with Cinderella and the prince. Well, she is kind of pretending to be somebody that she's not. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Aladdin mm-hmm. in reverse. Well, exactly. actually, Aladdin is in reverse of that. So trying to pretend to be someone that she's not. Ah, but but the princess Jasmine does the same thing. She pretends to be the opposite. This is true. This is true. There's that. But once again, that's the hook, right? You know, someone like me could never get with someone like them, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of, uh, you know, punching above your weight class, if you will. (laughs) But ultimately it works out, of course, because it's Disney. It does work out. It does. And now... Some classic. Now, this is a, shall we say, newer classic? Yes. Number seven. What is it about this film and this couple that you love so much? Well, it's all about, the entire movie is about them. It's I true. mean, it's in the title. True. I think if it's in the title, it's a pretty fair thing that it's going to be a classic couple for all time. <laughs> Hello. Oh my. Um hang on. Old Lewis got it coming. No, 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 no. How's that? This could be a little better. <laughs> you know what this needs? A sharp stick. Be right back. <laughs> That's just awesome. Uh Princess, Princess and the, the Frog. frog. Tiana and Naveen getting tongue-tied there in the middle of the swamp as she fights the urge to uh, snack on some flies (laughs) humming around her and um, ultimately gets them tongue-tied. And I think this is, once again, it's in the title, The Princess and the Frog. Those two are intertwined uh, together. Both of them very strong characters that stand on their own, but of course, one needs the help of the other. You know, poor Naveen. Needs to get kissed and uh, 
ultimately gets uh, Tiana roped into this whole little mis- mismatch that, that that's going on there in their <laughs> relationship. But they're a good couple for sure. Probably one of our favorite couples, I would say. They're a good couple. Yes. Oh, that's why they're on this list. Of course. That is why they're on this list. Uh, let's see here. Number six. Okay. A guess as to what this one is. It's kind of got that Beauty and the Beast vibe, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Rapunzel? Eugene. Did I ever tell you I've got a thing for brunettes? Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the Disney music right there, swelling there. the chemistry between the two voice actors is really good yes it's really really nice so anyway uh you gotta love it rapunzel and flynn rider aka eugene every time i hear the name eugene i think of the walking dead i can't help myself <laughs> there but and, that see, is- and this leads into our next one about we're, we're going with the name being in the title of the movie it- <laughs> We could have done a whole list just by these. But once again, there's a reason why uh, when you look at the movie and the plot that these two are intertwined and um, making this list with their relationship. Now, here you are, the best spaghetti in a town. Number five. <laughs> you ought to know by that slurp. Hey, look. Oh, oh. oh this is Actually, you should know by the mention of spaghetti. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think this scene has been parodied by everybody, and it is an iconic scene. Tony's restaurant. Two dogs hanging out in the alley waiting for some special food. They get the great breadsticks. They've got the 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 wine bottle lamp next to them with a candle, everything. The the scene has been set. And Tony makes sure that uh Tramp is putting his best paw forward here in this date. Don't yeah. You think? Oh yeah. yeah. It's very cute. It is. It stands the test of time. The infamous, or no, I should say it's not infamous, it's famous. It's famous for all the right reasons. Bella Note and this famous spaghetti scene. And that is a great couple. You know, Lady and the Tramp always and forever. All right. Uh, let's see here. Where are we at? Number four. Okay. This is part of the new Disney Renaissance. Oh, I love happy endings. <laughs> I mean, I presume we're done. Or is this putting us in mortal danger situation going to be a regular thing? <laughs> no, we're done. Actually... There is one more thing. Anna, you are the most extraordinary person I've ever known. I love you with all I am. Will you marry me? Yes! Oh, Oh, Sven, you little softy. Oh. Oh, you see, everybody's happy now. Everybody loves that. Everybody loves that. From uh, Frozen 2, Electric Boogaloo, <laughs> we have here. Princess Anna and Kristoff. That's right. Good stuff. And there are, they carry through the movies, like starting, I mean, they set it up early on in the first movie of 
her looking for love, that she wanted her someone. And then throughout the whole movie, you see her and Kristoff building that relationship. Falling for the right person and not some douchey person. (laughs) Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, not some D-bag. And, of course, they continue it on with even the shorts, uh, the short films, which are really cool. Yes. This one, we... It's not typically listed in any of these other lists that you can find out there for the top animated Disney couples, but I think it's worth noting. And honestly, I feel like this could, the next three could make the case for all being number one, I feel, right? Yes. In terms of when you think of couples and animated Disney. So this just happens to be at number three. Oh, Mickey, my sweet, sweet Mickey. Oh, Minnie. <laughs> <laughs> it's that is just a funny (laughs) funny clip (laughs) let's keep the moon occupied so that we can get out of this frozen tundra up here on the top of this mountain it's so strange but mickey and minnie very strange yeah mickey and minnie you know could make the case for being the number one animated disney couple and they're the original. They're the originals. You know, really are. And it's great. And you see their romance blossom throughout the entire nearly 100 years of uh, Disney Company. <laughs> it's crazy to think it's been that long uh, for them. But uh, they really are. They're a timeless couple. And All right. We're inching in. We're inching in to this uh, next group of top spot who could this be? As Jasmine, you're very wonderful, magnificent, glorious, punctual. Now, Bird Punctual. Do. punctual. Sorry. Uh, beautiful. Nice recovery. Hmm. I'm rich, too, you know. Yeah. The daughter of a sultan. I know. A fine prize for any prince to marry. Uh, right. Right. A, a prince like me. What? What? A prince like you. And every other stuffed shirt swaggering hey, peacock wait. I've met. Mayday. Mayday. Just what? go jump off a balcony. Stop her. Stop her. Want me to sting her? <laughs> okay, fine. But remember, be yourself. Yeah, right. What? Uh, uh, you're right. To match your carpet. It's lovely. I'm, I'm, I'm skipping ahead. You, uh, you don't want to go for a ride, do you? We could get out of the palace, see the world. Is it safe? Sure. Do you trust me? What? Do you trust me? And that 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 just gave it away right there. That's where the cover was blown, don't you think? Oh, yeah. She's like, uh, you remind me of that street rat. I don't think his costume really did him any favors. It's not like they changed his face. No, <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I just I just met you uh, maybe about a couple hours ago, just hanging out, uh, stealing fruit in the market. And here we are on this magic carpet ride date. And um, you look sneakingly suspicious. 
you look familiar. It's like, I can't, I can't place, I can't quite place it, but yeah, I think you look like that street rat, <laughs> especially when he says that. But I, Aladdin, of course, is my favorite film. It's one of your favorite films. Is it in your, your Mount Rushmore of Disney animated films? Hmm. I don't know. I have to really think about that one. Hmm. But it is, it is definitely the love story. Once again, it's not the girl pining for the guy, like the little mermaid or Cinderella. It's the guy pining for the girl this time. And Jasmine ain't having it. Jasmine is like, I don't need to be married. All these people coming up here, trying to court me. I'm, I'm just not having it. Whatevs. Hey, before we get to number one, we've got some, we got some talking We've got some, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Honorable, Honorable mens- mentions, right? Yes. I have one in particular that I want to mention. Okay. Because it definitely could have been on the list. And that is Duchess and Thomas O'Malley, the alley cat yeah. from the Aristocats. Because the movie really is about, even though it is about her getting home to the kittens, Thomas O'Malley is there the entire way to help her get back home, be safe with the kittens. And then once they get back, he becomes part of the family. Absolutely. And let's see, we had some more. Did we have some more? Hey, look, we could have easily done. uh, Well, we mentioned like when we were going through. Yeah. Nala and Simba Simba. Mm -hmm. as another one. Um, Pocahontas and John Smith. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Those are those are some key Jack names. and Sally. Jack and Sally. And those are from, once again, the Disney animated classics. And there are so many to choose from because love is a centralized theme. It's a universal theme. It transcends everything. It is a huge story and plot device when, when doing these um, tales and fairy tales. So, of course, it's going to be part of that. I think that's, that's the thread. Romance is a huge, huge thing in all these Disney films, of course. And since we are celebrating Valentine's Day, I think it's just apropos that we finish this on probably one of the greatest love stories ever told by Disney in any generation for all time. And, and my favorite. And your favorite film. <laughs> Number one. Don't do that. Just hold still. That hurts! If you'd hold still, it wouldn't hurt as much. Well, if you hadn't have run away, this wouldn't have happened. If you hadn't frightened me, I wouldn't have run away. Well, you shouldn't have been in the West Wing. Well, you should learn to control your temper. Now hold still. This might sting a little. Mm-hmm. By the way, I've... You're welcome. And that's where it happened. There you go. The Beauty and the Beast. We have... Uh, Belle and Beast, great couple, kind of weird, very strange and quirky, just like the songs say, but nonetheless, <laughs> the top Disney couple on our list for Valentine's Day. Yes. How about that? How about that? That was just an epic list, wasn't it? See, and they even have red roses. <laughs> Makes it even more perfect for Valentine's Day. Yeah, and and a feast for two and a exactly. very and a big dance at the end. I know, right? Yeah. Everything you could have wanted and a big transformation scene and self-sacrifice, right? There's tons of that, you know. Once again, strong female going through town, wanting a bigger life from her provincial life. 
and falls in love with a bad boy. You know, it's like this guy, he's, 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 he's done, he's done wrong and he's paying the price and he definitely wasn't looking for love, but he found it. And of course you have got the, the town bully that is, uh, all about, all about trying to get the girl. And, uh, he's just, he's just, a with his village idiot friend. (laughs) Did you, should we just do a a show just, uh, about, uh, how you and I describe Disney films, you know, like a, like a bunch of kids. (laughs) Oh gosh, that'd be funny. We, we should, should do that. We should sometime. do that one of these days. And when when our when our boy and girl get older, maybe they can get on the show and they can talk about you know how they would describe these Disney films. I think that's hilarious. Anyway, anywho, we hope you enjoyed today's show. What are your top ten Disney animated couples, or at least maybe your number one? Right? Did we miss your favorite? Did we miss your favorite? Yes. Did we miss your favorite? Let us know by emailing us at the Disney list at gmail.com. Follow me, Al John, for fun times there on Instagram at Al John Go. You can also follow all of us on social there at the Disney list on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We're also on the Discord server as well for Sorcerer Radio at EzraSounds.com. You can also check out our uh, individual Discord as well. You know, we're trying to build that up, so it's great. Wherever you find podcasts, be sure to subscribe to the show. Tell your friends about it and leave us those five-star reviews. We appreciate the feedback. Kristen, where can people follow you and all your great podcasts? Well, they can follow me at Dining at Disney on their favorite social media platform, as well as check out DiningAtDisney.com and Dining at Disney podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. Very good. You can also check out our sister show, Skull Rock Podcast with myself and former Disney creative Dave Bossert. He's an author. He's done Disney rides. He's done Disney animation. He's, he's done, done it all. It all. I was- <laughs> <laughs> he's done it all. And we have a lot of the Disney folks here uh, that have made some of the most iconic attractions as well as animated classics throughout time hop on the show. We've had Don Hahn on the show. We had Jerry Reese on the show, Floyd Norman, and a bunch of other great animators and Imagineers as well. So please check out SkullRockPodcast.com. Don't forget to check out our friends at Sorcerer Radio, all Disney music all day long at SRSounds.com and the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. Any other big shout-outs we need to say, Kristen? Check out our friends, WDW Park Hoppers, as well as the Disney Parks Podcast. Awesome. On that note, next week, more great Disney lists and your feedback from this week's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Al John. And I'm Kristen. And and we'll we'll see see you real real soon. Information and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment and informational purposes. All other trademarks mentioned are the property of their respective owners. I'm Kristen Hetzel, co-host of Dining at Disney Podcast. Every week, I chat about dining at Disneyland and Walt Disney World Resort and Disney Cruise Line with my fellow foodie, Bubba. We also feature restaurants and food reviews, information to help you plan your dining, Disney food news, recipes, and a monthly panel discussion. Visit DiningAtDisney.com and subscribe to Dining at Disney Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast platform. Dining at Disney Podcast, the happiest plate on earth.
Skull Rock Podcast, talking all things Disney, with your hosts, Al John Goh and Dave Bossert. Do you just love to learn more about the magic that embodies animated films, theme park attractions, and more? The all-encompassing universe created and produced by the genius of Walt Disney has spanned nearly 100 years in counting. From his earliest film endeavors with the Laughagram cartoons and the Alice comedies, to the creation of Mickey Mouse, to the first animated feature film, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, and then dreaming up Disneyland, Walt Disney continuously raised the creative bar, and today his company has carried on that tradition as a global entertainment juggernaut. I'm Dave Bossard, artist, filmmaker, and author. And I'm Al John Go, musician, podcaster, and radio guy. Every week, Dave and I will explore the entertainment galaxy that is Disney with insightful conversation, stories, and special guests talking all things Disney. Listen to never-before-heard stories and behind-the-scenes moments from some of your favorite Disney films, theme park attractions, performances, books, music, and so much more from knowledgeable, insightful, and thought-provoking hosts and guests. Hear the latest news about Disney past, present, and future. Skull Rock Podcast is your go-to source for the magic we all love. Skull Rock Podcast. Visit SkullRockPodcast.com.